0: This is episode 5, starting something new and following it through. Welcome to the Handlettering Podcast. I'm Tam Lowe, Handlettering Artist with a degree in Art and Design and more than 10 years experience specialising in pencil illustrations. I write and create letteringtutorial.com, a place to find tutorials, interviews, resources and more join me as I talk about all things lettering. Hello and welcome to the first episode of 2016. And Don't worry if you're listening to this sometime in the future, be it later in 2016 or maybe another year entirely. Everything in this episode should still be pretty current, um, so nothing should outdate hopefully too much. The title of this podcast episode, Starting Something New and Following It Through, should perhaps give a a bit away about what's going to be discussed in this episode. Um, But the fact that it's the start of a brand new year seemed like a really great time to cover the content of this episode. Uh, It's not too uncommon at all for people to take up new activities at the beginning of a new year. Things like new hobbies, new fitness, health, Um, exercises, those sort of things. Uh, People also take up a lot of new art activities as well and that definitely includes hand lettering. So hello to anybody that's brand new to hand lettering that's just joined in for this fifth episode. Uh, I do recommend going back and having a listen to episodes one to four. Uh, It doesn't matter if you do that before or after this one. Whether you're starting hand lettering brush lettering or calligraphy or any of those sorts of things from scratch right now or whether perhaps you're trying to start a new aspect of something that you already know. So maybe you've already done illustrative hand lettering and now you want to try and master brush lettering or maybe you've been doing calligraphy and you want to try and master brush lettering. No matter kind of what you're trying to do or perhaps maybe you're trying to practice more regularly and that's the something that you want to start new. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, hopefully the content of this episode will be helpful to you. And also whether you're listening kind of now as it goes sort of live or whether you're listening in a few months time, even a couple of years time, um, as I said sort of briefly a moment ago, hopefully again, everything will still all be relevant in this episode. Uh, it doesn't matter when you start something, so this isn't specifically for people that have just started something new at the beginning of the year, you can take up something new anytime you want, at any point in your life, so this should still apply then uh, if you're not taking it up in the beginning of January. So as this podcast episode is all about starting something new and following it through, I'd be a little bit of a hypocrite, I think, if I wasn't trying to take up something new myself also. So I've kind of got a couple of things um, that I'm working on. One is to practice more regularly and try and document that. Uh, I've been doing bits here and there, and I've been doing bits um, for specific articles on letteringtutorial.com. I've also been doing a couple of projects for other people. Did some lettering for Christmas presents as well. So, I've been doing quite a bit, but I haven't been doing kind of daily practice, which is something I want to get into the habit of. So, that's one of my starting something new things. Then, the other thing is turning this podcast series into a weekly episode series. So, at the moment, um, new episodes go out every other week, usually on a Tuesday as well. Um, I had a little bit of a break over the Christmas period, um, so I didn't look too antisocial <laughs> with my um, family, um, but back now, um, and the plan going forward is to try and bring out a new episode weekly. So that's quite a big thing for me to try and do, and I definitely have uh, the intention and the hopefully the commitment there to uh, follow that through. So, previously episodes would follow a pattern of the first part of the episode I would uh, talk about a particular topic, and then the second part of the episode was all about inspiration. So, I will feature um, an artist, a lettering artist, a specific piece of work that they've created um, that's sort of attracted my attention and that I think is beneficial for you to have a look at too. Um, I then uh, provide an inspiring quote that you can hand letter that's kind of a goodish one for beginners, although any level you can obviously uh, letter it. Uh, And then finally I move on to some questions and answers about lettering, uh, things that you submit or things that pop up that I think could be of, again, benefit to you. So that's how the structure of the previous episodes have looked. Going forwards, uh, what I'm going to experiment with doing is talking about a specific topic in one episode and then the following episode, so the next week's episode, will focus on the featured artist, their work, a quote and the questions. Then the next week again will be a topic and then the week after that, questions, etc. So essentially I'm taking the Same structure that was there originally and kind of splitting it down the middle. Um, so you're still getting the same content over the same time frame, I guess, <laughs> just weekly as opposed to just with a gap in between. So I hope that works better for you. I know some of the feedback from you has been you'd love to have it weekly um, and that it's, it seems a, a little sort of a, of a weight waiting for that um, second week to kind of come around um, so as always though please do feedback to me I'd love to know your thoughts on this if you love it tell me if you hate it <laughs> please tell me because this is not set in stone um, it's just a bit of an experiment now see what you guys think um, I'll see obviously how I get on with it because it's it's quite a lot of work <laughs> to put together um, I'm trying to obviously silence my dog for periods of time as well. He likes to bark. Um, it can be a challenge. But we'll see how it goes. But do let me know what you think. It would be great to hear from you. Uh, you can do that by going to, um, or, sorry, emailing ask at letteringtutorial.com. Um, and you can leave me some feedback there. Otherwise, if you pop on to iTunes um, or Stitcher, You can also um, leave an honest review and rating there uh, and I can have a look at that then and take on board and apply your thoughts and suggestions. So it'd be great to hear what you think. I'm going to assume that if you're listening to this you've already picked the thing that you want to start new, uh, be that hand lettering from scratch, be that an element involved in lettering or like me practicing more or that you're going to sort of give that some thought and then decide on what you might like to start new. Um, And from there, I'm going to look into the kind of the following it through part, Um, because that tends to actually be the hardest bit. (laughs) Often you get all these fantastic ideas, and that's not a problem. You know you want to do this. You know you want to try this. It's just keeping that going, um, turning it into a habit, or making it something that you actually enjoy doing. So that's what this episode is going to revolve around, those elements. The first thing I'm going to discuss is passion. So when you choose something new to start, so let's say you're starting hand lettering from scratch, you might have an overwhelming amount of passion to just start doing that. And as you start lettering, that passion just builds and builds. And that's fantastic because that passion can fuel you. Uh, But some of you might find that you've only got a little bit of passion to begin with and maybe that doesn't really grow or maybe you start with a little bit of passion but then the more you kind of do it, that passion starts to fade a little bit and then you can lose your drive to kind of keep going and keep creating. Um, So what do you do when that happens? I think one of the most important things you can do if you find you're struggling with your passion, you're just not really feeling it with what you're doing, is to experiment a little bit with what you're doing. So if you're trying just illustrative lettering, switch around, maybe try brush lettering or calligraphy because you might find one of those kind of fills you up with passion a bit more initially. Otherwise, surround yourself by inspiring things so that might be pieces of lettering that you really love, that you really, really wish you could create. Um, lettering artists that, you you know, you love their work. Surround yourselves by passionate people as well because that can have a knock-on effect. If you're, say, so for example, going to somewhere like Facebook or Instagram, follow some really, really passionate people that are really passionate about their work, you know, they're kind of giving out their passion in a way and it rubs off on you, Um, that can really help boost that in that situation. If you find it's just not there at all anymore and that no matter how hard you try, you just can't create any passion, it might just perhaps be that lettering isn't for you at that time. You don't necessarily have to write it off completely. It might be a case of coming back and trying it A few months down the line, maybe even a couple of years down the line, because you might be in a different place at that point, people change and grow, Um, I know for a fact there's certain things that I hated when I was younger and as a teenager, but now as a podcaster a I probably am a grown-up yes <laughs> don't don't like thinking of myself as a grown-up um but I have been I guess for quite a while now actually um but yeah I guess you know as an adult I've changed I like certain things now that I didn't used to and vice versa as well um so you don't necessarily have to write it off completely um but maybe if that passion isn't there um then perhaps just Try something else, try another artistic aspect, Um, and you never know, it might even lead you back to lettering eventually as well. Fear is one of the biggest obstacles that can stop you from following things through. So that can include things like fear of not being good enough, or fear of failing. So what can you do if you're struggling with fear of not being good enough? So one of the first things you can do is try your best not to compare yourself to others. So it's that can be difficult because you obviously generally when you start lettering new or you start a new aspect of lettering you want to improve and often the way to see if you've been improving is to compare yourself to other people and compare your work to their work and think oh well Mine's similar to that, or I've managed to do that in mine, Um, but that can sometimes be a downfall, because if you compare yourself to somebody who's perhaps not on the same level as you, so, you know, for example, if you're a complete beginner and you're comparing yourself to somebody who's perhaps sort of an intermediate to a high level, that can kind of crush you a little bit. Um, So one of the best ways to actually compare and see if you've improved is to actually compare Your work to your own work (laughs) Um, so keep a record of all of the work that you create right from the very beginning just photograph it you don't have to share that on social media if you don't want to Um, you can just keep that to yourself until you feel comfortable enough putting it up on social media if that's what you want to do but at least by then keeping a record of your work you can see where you're making improvements and you can perhaps still see areas of weakness. So you want to avoid, if you can, at all cost comparing yourself to others, starting off with. As you kind of go along and you build up confidence, then it's not so bad. But when you're first starting out, it's one of the worst things you can do because um, it usually just ends up making you feel quite bad about yourself and it doesn't actually benefit you in any way at all unless you know 100% that that person is on exactly the same level as you that has put in exactly the same amount of hours of practice as you has exactly the same previous skill set as you then you don't really gain much from comparing yourself to them. Another thing you can do if your fear of not being good enough is getting in the way and stopping you from following something through is to seek encouragement from those that support you so that could be anybody in your life that you know will support you and encourage you so that could be uh, family friends parents sibling children you've got kids Uh, could be a, a teacher a professor a work colleague, anybody in your life that is supportive to you and that provides you encouragement can be a good person to have around when, you've, you know, when you're fearing that you're not going to be good enough because if they've never lettered before and you've been lettering for a couple of weeks you will be better than, than they are and they're going to give you all being well (laughs) just positive encouragement and that can be what you need sometimes to drive you and to move you forwards and to keep you on the track of lettering and practicing Um, and it can help to build your confidence if you find that you don't have people around um that can perhaps offer that kind of support um you don't know anybody or if you don't feel confident enough showing people that are significant in your life your personal artwork because i know for some people it, it can be a personal thing um you can always go online and find um groups or um i'm just trying to think i don't think there's too many probably a couple of them around but too many lettering forums places where you don't necessarily have to go on as yourself you can go on sometimes anonymously or you know choose a different name if you want to um and you can share your work there and get positive encouragement back um so i um help to uh maintain a group on facebook called Hand Lettering HQ, which I've probably mentioned in a couple of past episodes now. And that tends to be quite a a good supportive group. So we've got people of all different skill levels on there for lettering. We get new people on saying, you know, this is my first little go at lettering, sharing their work to people that um, have been doing it a while, that are showing their work. Um, But it can be, again, a great way to get encouragement and can show that you're not actually, you know, there's no issue, you are good enough, you can only get better, um, and can give you that positive reinforcement. Uh, So that's a potential avenue to, to look into, if you have got that kind of fear of not being good enough. When it comes to fear of failing, there's a few things you can try and do to stop you from feeling like this. So one of the first things that I I think is worth talking about and that I see happen so many times and I'm guilty 100% of doing it myself on numerous occasions and even though I'm saying it now and I know it I'll probably still do it <laughs> again at some point in the future as well when you're taking on something new again it's that habit to you compare yourself to other people and you see other people doing something really great and you want to try and do the same and so you try and essentially take on a task that's perhaps a bit too big to start off with Um, and then you're kind of setting yourself up really to, to not do as well as you would like because the challenge is perhaps a little bit unrealistic for your level of skill. Now it's always good to challenge yourself, don't get me wrong, Um, you don't always want to make things really easy for you. Um, But one of the best examples I can perhaps give is when I was about 16, I think it was maybe 15, um, I decided I wanted to try and learn the guitar. Um, I hadn't had lessons of any kind, Uh, I did have piano lessons, so I had musical knowledge but the piano and guitar are pretty different <laughs> um and I was in a bit of a kind of a rock music phase as well so I was listening to um I'm just trying to think now things like Guns and Roses and um who else was there um I'm trying to think now was so long ago anyway um getting sidetracked there but I picked a stupidly hard rock song to try and learn as my first ever song. And without a surprise at all, I didn't get very far with it because it was way too much out of my depth to begin with. And another example really, um, it's not something I've done, but it seems like a good example of explaining. Like if you're starting to learn baking um, and you're learning to bake cakes, you wouldn't take on uh, one of the challenges that you kind of see if you're from the UK. I don't know if you get it elsewhere in the world. Um, it's a program called the Great British Bake Off, and they give them a challenge sort of towards the end where they have to bake like a at least a three-tiered cake, and each cake has to be a different flavor, and um, it's it's quite a, an extensive challenge. Now, if you're first starting to learn how to bake, it's very unlikely you try and tackle something quite so big where you're having to make at least three different types of cake, get them all, you know, perfect consistency and, you know, smooth, don't burn them, get them to stack and so on, the right sizes, you're not likely to start there, you're most likely to start off making the simplest kind of cake you can. And the same applies to things like lettering it's not a good idea <laughs> to start with this, you know, epic, huge, 12-word, magnificent, swirly quote with loads of detail, and and I can't even think of any more words to describe something so big, but, <laughs> um, you know, realistically, it's good to start off small. And then build up and just take on a sort of a slightly bigger challenge and a slightly bigger challenge and just slowly expand your skills and your knowledge and your tool set. Um, And every so often, it's fine. Throw yourself in and take on a really big challenge. And it doesn't matter if you don't do as well at it as you hoped you would because you can learn from it and take what you learn. But when you're first starting off, if you take on a really huge challenge, more often than not, it just overwhelms you. You don't get the results you hoped, and then you just kind of give up, really, because you're so kind of disappointed with what happened. You get it in your head, you can't do this thing, you can't do lettering, or you can't learn calligraphy, um, and then it's the automatic response, you just go, oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm not gonna bother trying to do this now. Um, so start off small. And hopefully then, that's going to stop you from getting that awful feeling of, oh, you know, I've failed, I can't do this. Um, it should certainly limit how often you experience that initially. And then, like I say, the more experience you get, give yourself the opportunity to feel that a few times because it will only help you grow and develop more. A couple of the other things that can make following something new through um, tend to be not getting good fast enough so I'm again guilty of thinking that in numerous different situations where again this is why you shouldn't compare yourself see (laughs) because you compare yourself to the standards of others and then you see you know the work that they're producing you compare it to your work and you think I should be better I want to be better and it's a natural thing with us, I think as a society nowadays to want things quite quickly because in most circumstances We can get things quite quickly. You can download music now on the internet and have that straight away uh, When I was a teenager, I had to walk um, Into town go to the nearest supermarket buy a CD <laughs> to get the latest uh, like chart single Whereas now, it's just a couple of taps away on a phone. Um, Same with books, uh, the same with a lot of things, online shopping. You can just order it, it turns up at your door and you can get next day delivery. Some places do same day. Um, So I think as a society, we've started to get used to getting things quite quickly. Um, And often with skills like lettering, if you practice, a lot and regularly you can get to a good standard quite quickly um, But more often than not it does take a little bit of time so it's learning to be patient um, but like i say again not comparing yourself to others just again compare yourself to yourself um, so like i said before take photos of your work from the beginning and then a couple of months down the line you can look at your latest piece compare it back to your first or second piece maybe and think wow look how much I've improved not you know look at your latest piece and look at your favorite lettering artist latest latest piece and go oh man my work's just you know it's just rubbish compared to theirs that's what you don't want to be doing um and if you're avoiding that at you know that sort of stage but you're still trying to get into the habit of doing lettering um you're trying to make it a routine, then hopefully that's going to help you stick to that. Um so don't compare. <laughs> Mindset can also be a thing that stops you from following something through. So um, by that I mean, um, I'm just trying to think how to kind of phrase it properly. Um, like the kind of the way you think about certain situations so uh, the example I'm going with is um, you kind of miss doing a a day of practice or learning um, and then you just kind of give up because you kind of miss one day and then the next day comes and you think ah you know I probably should do double the practice today really to catch up on yesterday and then that makes you not want to do that day and then, you know, a few days go by and you think, well, I haven't done it now for a few days. I'll just, you know, never mind, I'm going to give up and again, you know, not follow it through. Um, so when you think that, and again, (laughs) I'm guilty of doing this, um, with numerous things, um, in the past, I've, you know, started to try and do things, and I'll do them quite well for a week or so, and then I'll miss a day, and then I'll beat myself up for missing that day, Um, and then I just kind of just don't carry on with it. Um, And it's a normal human thing to do. Um, It is perfectly normal, so don't give yourself a hard time if you've done that in the past, or think, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Um, It's frustrating. it can definitely be frustrating. um, But it does happen. Um, So how can you kind of get around that mindset? If you find you've fallen into that sort of mindset? um, How can you get around that? So there's a few things you can do to try and keep your practice going regularly. Um, So one of those things is to try and form a habit of when you practice each day, Um, So it starts to become a routine. So often choosing the same time each day can be one of the best ways to do that. Um, And earlier in the day is often better again, if you can, like perhaps in the morning, uh, before you go to work or school or uh, wherever. Um, I find sometimes, or I found, I would say, with things in the past where if I've left it till like the evening, to do things uh, sometimes I'll run out of time because stuff during the day is sort of you know I've, there's been extra things or stuff I haven't accounted for and then my time's kind of overrun a little bit and overrun a bit more until I get to the evening and I'm either really tired or I just haven't got the time and you know by the time I'm done you know eating and whatnot it's sort of more or less time to go to bed um so I find if you can kind of fit it in I think Morning or afternoon, that's that's better. And if you can try and do it at the same time each day, that's even better. Again, I know life stops that from happening a lot of the time, um, but it certainly does help in trying to build a habit and a routine. So, that's one thing you can do which is going to aid you if you just pick random times every day don't really even think about scheduling it in you're probably more likely to forget to do it um and like I say once you've forgotten a few times you still sort of end up going down that route of oh well I haven't done it now for a few days I might as well give up sort of attitude you can also do things to hold yourself accountable so um when I say accountable that means generally um like feeling like you kind of are responsible for doing that thing. Um, So you could tell somebody, this is what I plan to do. I've obviously told all of you (laughs) that I plan to now try and make the um, podcast series weekly. So that's definitely holding me accountable. Um, So you could tell your partner, um, a friend, I'm planning to start lettering and I want to practice Monday to Friday each week. Uh, You could write it um, on your blog if you've got one, um, on a Facebook page, profiles, a status update, um, any of those things really. It just might help you kind of give you a little bit of a push if you're struggling or if you kind of know in the back of your mind, if you don't feel a little bit kind of obligated to anyone you're not likely to push yourself enough I do it sometimes with certain things where I need um people to just give me that extra push and get me into gear and once I'm going I'm fine (laughs) but it's just that initial starting off kind of phase that um I need that little extra bit of you know um sort of support and I get that through holding myself accountable If you do end up missing a day or two, um, even more, um, don't beat yourself up about it. So say you've decided, um, say you've been lettering well and you've decided that you want to try and do practice um, daily and you've missed some of that practice, don't give yourself a hard time for missing it. Things do happen, things pop up unexpectedly. You do get tired sometimes, you do get poorly sometimes. There's things that you just can't help happening, Um, and it's no good giving yourself a hard time if you do have to miss it for a day or two. Um, Just do the best you can to pick up where you left off the next day that you're able to practice. Um, And like I say, don't try and catch up either because that puts you off. So if you've missed practice for a few days in the week and then you Start to hear yourself, you know, I need to do three hours of practice next. It's just going to put you off. <laughs> just stick to what you've been doing. Um, it, it doesn't really matter because otherwise you end up going around in a vicious circle. If you kind of think, oh, well, I need to do more practice now this day, that puts you off and then you lose another day. And eventually then you miss so many days that you either have to start from kind of square one with it or you just don't start at all. Um, And it doesn't, I mean, obviously, the amount of practice you do does matter. But if you've only got time for, say, 10 minutes a day, it's better to do 10 minutes a day than none at all. So some practice is better than no practice. And the same applies to, you know, whatever it is that you're wanting to start new, um, be it lettering from scratch, be it just brush lettering or calligraphy, an element of lettering overall, it doesn't matter. I mean, you might only be able to do 10 minutes a week for maybe six months, but then you might, you know, be able to free up your schedule and do a bit more. Or maybe for a while you might even have to cut back and just do five minutes a day, but that's still better than no practice at all. That will still put you ahead of the person (laughs) that hasn't started lettering at all um and there will be somebody else out there on the same level as you as well um so you don't need to kind of worry about trying to be you know as best as somebody else again that's sort of where the comparing it comes into you just do what you can um whatever that may be Obviously, it's good if you can make more time, um, because the more you do practice, um, the better you generally get, and obviously, the the quicker you can get there. Um, But everybody has their own pace that they work at. Uh, Find yours. Don't find somebody else's again. Just work at what's comfortable for you or what's realistic for you as well. You know, if you set yourself the goal of trying to practice for you know, two hours each day, and realistically you can only make time for half an hour a day, again, you're going to end up getting into this sort of negative mindset and probably abandoning, um you know, your lettering. Uh So, yeah. So try and not compare yourself to others. Um, again, in that situation. <laughs> so those things aren't every obstacle that you're going to probably encounter when you do try and start something new and keep at it but those are some quite common things that I know other people have come across and that I've definitely experienced a number of times in my life Um, so hopefully uh, that information uh, will help you if that's something that you're struggling with it will help you in the future if you're not quite at that point yet where you're taking up something new but down the line you probably will Uh, Whether it's something lettering related or not, um, it can still all be applied to other things. Um, You'll hopefully find that maybe some obstacles that we haven't talked about in this episode, um, that the content can be applied to those things as well, especially the not comparing yourself. Because I think that's one of the most important things there. It keeps popping up again and again and again for completely different things um but yeah so hopefully that will help you um especially if you have opted in to taking up lettering um beginning of this year or if you're just listening in the future um hopefully it will help you to stick at it get past those initial kind of bumps that you get when you start anything new really um and get to you know the good point where you get to enjoy what you're doing you don't really have to think about practice it's just kind of natural to you um, or it all becomes kind of a habit um, and something that you really enjoy if you have any questions at all about starting something new uh in particular <laughs> lettering related uh things um or anything that relates to kind of artistic practice uh, anything like that at all, um, please feel free to ask. You can either do that uh, by sending me an email to ask at letteringtutorial.com or um, you can um, head on over to the show notes for this episode and you'll be able to find them um, by going to letteringtutorial.com forward slash hand podcast 5 or if you just go to tutorialcom uh, and click on podcasts in the menu, there'll be a list of all the most, or um, the most recent, not all the most recent, all of <laughs> the um, existing podcasts for this series. Um, and you can find episode five there and you can then comment um, on the um, comment section of the show notes uh, so you can ask anything you want there. Um, I will see you um or I will be back <laughs> next week for the um episode featuring an artist, um a piece of their work, a quote and questions and answers. If you do have any questions that you'd like um me to answer i can't guarantee that i'll get them into that episode because i usually work a little bit kind of ahead of schedule um but are more than likely will end up in episode what will it be um episode eight <laughs> i think then um so again send those in to ask at letterintutorial.com if you'd like to know anything hand lettering at all, um, brush lettering, calligraphy, any of it, um, send your, um, your questions my way and I will do my best to answer them in a future episode. Thank you so much for listening Um, and again thank you for all the feedback that you've sent me, thank you for tagging me in your um, letter pieces of the quotes uh, that I give out in episodes, it's so inspiring um, and encouraging to see the work that you're creating from listening to this podcast series, Um, so thank you so much. Um, I really look forward to seeing what you create in 2016 with the, uh, the quotes that I give out that you can meta. If you have enjoyed this episode, please could I ask that you leave an honest review in iTunes or Stitcher or whatever other platform it is that you use to listen to the podcast on. Because um, as I mentioned at the beginning, um, your feedback helps me to shape. Each episodes um and it can obviously help everybody um, if I know you know what you want you like what you don't like etc um, so please feel free to do that it would be great to uh, hear what you think and I'll be back again next week thank you bye for now